0: I understand that there are some content in books that are not so child-friendly, but that'll happen everywhere. Why don't we just restrict everything? Censorship. The suppression of words, images, or ideas that are offensive, politically, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. What is my opinion? What opinion is even right? Welcome to the finale of Vulnerable. You guys like the new intro? I thought I'd try it out just in case I come back for another season. All right, let's be honest. It's definitely been a long journey, for me at least. I mean, I'm not even sure if there's really an ending to all this. What am I talking about? Of course there's an ending. That's the whole point of this episode. With the new information we got and a review of old information in different light, there's definitely a conclusion that can be made, I hope. Several times, I've found myself with one decision, made up my mind, and stayed there with relief. Then, inevitably, I learned something I did not know before, and I'm back at the start of everything. So today, we're just going to relax a little, change the pace, review what we've learned, and finally, come to a conclusion that I, sorry, we can be happy with. In the last two episodes, I've examined and interviewed specific pieces of evidence. Episode 3 was more about the censorship and banning of a book titled 1984, where there were multiple examples of mature content, such as sexual aspects, torturing methods, etc. And it's pretty self-explanatory that these can be offensive to some people, especially to the younger audience. A world where any form of individuality was prohibited, I could definitely see why people wouldn't want their kids reading this one. World.edu further informed me about the banning of this book by saying how the communistic ideas had a part to play. Britannica also gave us an amazing term that I felt like completely summarized the plot in one word, totalitarianism, the concept of government in which its citizens are completely prohibited from creating opposing parties and exercises absolute control over the public. On the topic of banned books, we even had an interview with Glenn Olden Library in episode two and got her thoughts about censorship. I'll just paraphrase it for you guys because it was a bit of a longer one. She mentioned how everyone should read books with unsuitable material, create and spread ideas, think critically, and be open to new possibilities. These positive things to say about Banned Book Week. A time for acknowledging and being one with the books that have been banned or challenged. It kind of relates to what the White House said, too. Yeah, that's right. We got the White House in on the action, too. I think we can all agree that there has been corruption in the Internet when dealing with unreliable information, right? Well, that's what the White House mentioned. In a country that has long valued the freedom of expression, we simply cannot allow online platforms to handpick the speech that Americans may access and convey on the Internet. Online platforms are engaging in selective censorship that is harming our national discourse. And this action is unacceptable. With this policy, the government will work to foster clear ground rules that promote free and open debate on the internet. However, censorship does not only occur in books. I've said this so many times now I can guarantee you guys I'll never forget it and you'll hate me for it. Censorship happens almost all around us, from media to the internet, even children's stories and social media platforms. Looking back at episode four, we dove into some of the other types of censorship, more specifically the media and music. We brought on special guests, The Guardian, and music censorship themselves, and they gave us a little insight on their own thoughts on the matter. By being forced to censor something because it was disliked by your surroundings, any positive or truthful message can be disordered. Censorship can change or alter perspectives, especially for topics that some might see as touchy or controversial, depending on their values, beliefs, and opinions. The Guardian actually contacted me a little after the interview that day. She had a closing statement that honestly threw me off completely. Do you remember what I said earlier about how I pretty much can't have a fixed decision because of all of these different pieces of evidence? Well, this was definitely one of those pieces. She told me, and I quote, Paradoxically, rebuilding trust with the public requires embracing bias, not embracing untruthfulness, but admitting your politics so that both the writer and audience can be critical. All of these different viewpoints and interpretations was absolutely mind-boggling for me to sort my way through. If someone asked me before creating this podcast, how do you feel about censorship? I could have given them a direct answer on the spot, no hesitation. But now that's asking a lot from me. I guess that's the whole point of thinking critically. But I think I have an answer I'm ready to share. Censorship can come in a variety of forms and is practically a part of our generation. With this being said, there is a definite purpose behind this action. The way I interpreted this controversial topic has led me to believe that the overall purpose of censorship is to avoid any possible harm in society, as well as protect the adolescents from the harsh themes of reality. The purpose has good intent. However, there are many errors. Without all information available to the public, how can we make well-informed and possibly crucial decisions? There are platforms in the world that conceal information or alter viewpoints in order to support their own ideals. But isn't this only hurting society? Selfish ideology and propaganda plastered everywhere surely can be a good thing, can it? The manipulation of information, no matter the reason, will always have the possibility of creating more harm than intended. You guys are funny. I thought I was going to give you guys an actual answer. No shot. But everything I said, I meant it. As one of my interviewees once said, censorship could sway either way. People can like it and others will dislike it. There is no sandstone preference to controversial stuff. It's up to the audience on this one. I know, I know, it's a cop out. But it really is. You're the ones who can shape our future. So think about it. As for me, I think I'm done. It's been fun, though. Thank you for the journey, but this is now the end of Vulnerable.